Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Kickback and Chat Shit. It's your number one host in the entire <laughs> world, Maxwell Oldham. And I'm joined by my fellow co-host. <laughs> Big Mike G. Mike Garrick. Let's get it, man. Big Money um, Mike. Hey, that's what they call me sometimes. They'll actually they call me Easy Money's, but I'll go by Money Mike sometimes as well. Um, Champions League is back, man. Champions League is back, and it feels like it just ended. Yeah, and I hope it can be as good as it was last year or last season or like a, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's crazy, man. It's 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 so crazy just having football back. I mean, we can go back to March when everything shut down to now happening like almost every day. Um, it, it's mad to think, you know, all the leagues are up and running. Uh, we've had a few, you know, COVID tests here and there. Sadio Mane one time. Then we had Cristiano Ronaldo um, as well and a few other key players. But it's just nice to see that, you know, for the most part, the, the train is moving uh, yeah. when it comes to football. Things are going um, in the right direction. I am a bit surprised because I have seen some fans at some of the Champions League games, which was interesting to see. Um, not too sure how those countries are doing in terms of the uh pandemic but to have some fans back in the stadiums is a i think a, an improvement for sure i mean it must be nice yeah. for the players it's def- definitely a step in the right direction but it's it's weird because you see some places have been having like crazy covid spikes as as of late then you go to um some of these other other countries maybe smaller countries and they're doing just a, they're doing a bit better not sure how not sure why but um it is nice to always see fans it's nice to hear the chants I think it just really brings that football atmosphere, you know, back um, to the 100%. matches, which, 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 which we've been missing. Um, you know, I watch, I watch it here in the States on CBS Sports or the Champions League, and there's no sound. To me, actually, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but to the, a lot of my friends, they say, man, I can't watch football without any sound. Like, I need fake crowd noise or something. But I, I think I just enjoy the game so much. I'm a proper fan, you know. You get you're a fan of the game, yeah, of course. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. even before all this happened, I used to turn games on to uh, mute if the commentators were annoying me, and especially <laughs> if I was in the U.S. as well, because some of those commentators in the U.S., Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. That, but that is one thing that I do love about CBS. It's all like English commentators as well as the. Um, as well as like the the host um, for the shows, like during halftime, so they or the analysts. No, but to have, be fair, though. Oh no, yeah, you're gonna get into it now. Yeah, they have Micah Richards. They have uh, uh, one jump that is a jump. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, um, uh, who else do they have? They have uh, um, God, the the keeper for Man United. I just forget it. I forgot his name. Um, what? Him and oh god, he's a host. Who? Tim Howard? No, no, it's he's an English. Oh, he's not even English. He's um Dutch. Yeah, the one of the Edwin, greatest keepers. From- Edwin Van der Sar. Nope. Peter yeah, Schmeichel. So, Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, 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 Schmeichel. yeah. The, the big Dane. No, but I thought in the US that they had um, they had what's his name? They had Tim Howard. They had Maurice Adu. No, I thought, that I told you. I think I told you before. So TNT was like basically lost the rights to Champions League, and CBS bought it all out. So CBS Sports took everything from uh, oh, TNT. Wow. 
So Maurice Adu, you're right. Tim Howard, uh, I think Taylor Twelman as well. Was, was it like Stuart, Stuart Holden? Was he doing it sometimes? Could have been. Could have been. I don't. I don't 100 percent recall. Stuart, um, Stuart Holden, Taylor Twelman, they look alike. Playing in my life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so you know they they didn't. It, you know it was okay. Tim Howard is decent. Maurice said, "Do you know decent?" Um, but it, it's it's I don't know. There's something about like English commentator. Maybe it's the accent. It just seems smarter or something. And I think that, <laughs> I can, <laughs> that might be it. I can almost guarantee you that they're uh, they're just as just as stupid as the American commentators in terms of probably education levels. But in terms of the game, <laughs> they probably have played in the Champions League, so you For know sure. it, it's probably a bit better to hear. But yeah, no, it's definitely good to have it back. Um, I mean, I think there's already been some interesting results. As of now, when we're speaking, Real Madrid have just lost 3-2 to Shakhtar Donetsk, which is pretty Jeez. fucking crazy. It is. The Ukrainian but, uh, team. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not the Turkish team. Not the Turkish team, the Ukrainian. Hey, just, uh, just a little hindsight. Um, I didn't know where Shakhtar was, and... Um, Max and I had a little conversation. He's like, "I'm very upset with you. Upset with you. I felt very American because you know, like a lot of Americans don't even know Egypt is in Africa. So, wait, really? Bro, you didn't know this? No. They were like, uh, it was it Middle East or something like they don't even know Egypt is like from Africa. Like it's African people, like people, like even Algeria, Morocco, places like that. I'm like, oh, it has to be in like the Middle East, especially if you see, if you see somebody that's not black." You know, and so what? So like only? Oh wow! This is what's crazy. Is like, like non-black people live in Africa. For those that don't know, there's people from all over the world that live in Africa, and uh, I'm glad we're able to set the record straight here. If you need any more facts and figures, you can find us every Wednesday on Kickback. Actually, apart from last Wednesday, that was my fault. I have to say that now. Poor scheduling on my behalf, but uh, man, th- things happen. Things happen. Back with a vengeance. Yeah, back with a vengeance, and big things has happened. Champions League is back. Um, it, hey, it was a great day for Ole, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, sir. man. I think he really needed it. I think he had a shaky start to the season, and uh, I think he made a he made a gutsy call, and one that I think we even spoke about on the last episode. He needed to make a big call on what players played and what system to play them in. But I think the biggest call of all was, you know, not starting either Maguire or Pogba. And, yes. you know, that wingback system has worked for us in the past in big games. Um, and it definitely did, you know, the trick. This game, I think our wingbacks were excellent. I thought Juan Basaka was fantastic. I mean, a couple Juan of times. Juan Basaka looked like a boy. And this is yeah. one thing we spoke about, about um, like wingbacks and, uh, you know, right backs or left backs and things like that, like going up and down the pitch. Even though Juan Basaka did play um, at the wingback uh, position, he was really up and down the pitch, but his de- his defensive responsibility was sick. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one play uh, that Mbappe made him look silly. Um, the one where he went whoop whoop and then <laughs> yes he, he yes. yanked that thing boy uh, but hey he, he made hey, a couple of the sound. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for the sound effects that Max made I know you guys know what we're talking about 
uh, because we can't show you, but you know exactly what we're talking about. And De Gea made a made a hell of a save on that one. I really wish it went in so we can just like keep watching that over and over and over again. But Lord have mercy, is that boy fast? Uh, God, Who? I mean, he's fast. Um, sorry, um, Mbappe. I'm mean, the oh, way his feet zoom and then just his balance and then push it back to the inside and just be able to yeah, take the shot. Yeah, there's a lot of people that can't do that, and um, he's one of those uh, God-gifted talents. But, yeah, um, I don't know how to say his name. Is it Tonsby? Tonsby, yeah, he was. Tonsby, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Axel. Yeah, I mean, he played his ass off as well. Um, you know, that was his first game in 10 months. Was it? His first game in 10 months, he comes in, plays against the – you know, French champions, the the final runner up, yeah, yeah, and he has Mbappe and Neymar in his pocket. Um, yeah, it was incredible. And you know, the thing is, is everyone that supports Man United or, or follows him closely will know that he's been someone that everyone has been saying needs to be playing more, and it has been kind of mm. the next the next big thing for Man United. I think some some of the former players have even said they can see him eventually becoming Man United captain. He's got that kind of leadership ability about him. Um, and so I hope he stays in there. I hope he stays because he's did much better than... Uh, I mean, think about it. Mbappe is running in on goal and you've either got him or Harry Maguire. I know who I'm picking. Every <laughs> <second day. laughs> I don't care oh, if he's 80 million, man. Oh, man. I, I mean, he, I think... Um... I think Ole really did a great job, and it really showed. I do think that PSG, they are lacking in the midfield, but at the same time, just with the quality that they have, I expect so much more. Um, it, it, it's 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 crazy to see. I mean, granted, they were the runner the runners-up, and I think they did play like a good match at times, but the way that Man United, it seemed like they started to really bring, like their heart is starting to come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You're starting to see players like even when Pogba came on, I think that he had to prove himself a little bit. Still don't think he played great, but I just think that at the end of the day, um, Ole picked the players that he like that are like kind of like willing to die on the pitch for him in a sense, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That makes oh, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Put it on the line at least. And I think that Pogba, like especially when you guys got uh, the smashing from Tottenham, it just <laughs> it just didn't seem like he 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 wouldn't even be on the field. Yeah, and I think that I think that's the biggest thing that when it comes down to when uh, it comes down to it. couldn't agree with you more. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had a, we had a another big, I would say maybe not a big upset, Lazio over Dortmund, three uh, one. Uh, thoughts? I think people disrespect Serie A and the teams that played Serie A. I think I do. I, yeah, I think Italian football has come a long way in the last three or four years. Um, I think maybe maybe the style of play for some people isn't as entertaining, but in terms mm-hmm. of some of the attacking teams, you look last year, Lazio and Atalanta in particular, in terms of goals scored, were really, really up there in terms of the Italian teams that were scoring the most goals. Obviously, Ciro Immobile broke or tied the record for most goals scored in a, an Italian season. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised that they won. 3-1. Um, I am surprised that Dortmund didn't seem to put up as much of a fight. They've got incredibly yeah. talented players. You know, Marco Royce was playing. 
Jaden Sancho, obviously Haaland, who's a machine. Um, but, but it was nice to see, you know, two young players really getting a chance, even though Jude Bellingham got taken off at halftime, you know, for a 17-year-old English kid to start in the Champions League. The youngest English kid to ever start in the Champions League. Is it? Yeah, massive club. You know, that's a huge achievement. And then you've got, um, you know, the American uh, Gio Reyna coming off the bench and assisting the goal. So yeah. the future is bright for for Dortmund and yeah. for, for my two countries. Um, but yeah, I don't... I don't know. It's it's the same story with Dortmund. I feel like you know they play incredible football and they've got exciting players, but there's something missing. There's some, I don't know what it's missing, but maybe is it a leader? I, I don't know. There's definitely something missing though. Mm. I mean that, that makes that makes total sense. I mean hopefully hopefully they can bring it back together. I mean the great thing that this is the group stage um, at this time. So I mean of course you know win your next couple matches and you know you're in. So it's not a yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, at the end of the day, like this is exciting to see this many matches. What is eight matches a day? Uh, yeah, granted, we can't watch, we can't watch them all at one time. But it's just, it, it's it's nice to see you can tune into like all these different matches, see these teams that maybe we never even heard of, and watch it and enjoy it, and just be like, holy shit! I mean, I've been watching highlights like crazy. You know, I feel like I've watched yeah. so many highlights. I watch watch I watch eight highlights. It's ninety minutes. Basically, so in ninety yeah, minutes of highlights. I think if you even watch the, they got the extended highlights too, which is like fifteen to thirty minutes of each game. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's like a whole movie. Uh, my wife would be upset with me if I did that every day. Um, but um, big things, um, Juve, no uh, yeah. Ronaldo, but still pulled, it, still pulled it out. Not surprised. Not surprised. I think the one thing I was surprised about was um, Paulo Dybala. Paulo Dybala didn't. I don't know if he did. He not play. I don't think he played. No, he came on in the fifty-six minute. He didn't start. Apparently, him and Andrea Pirlo have been having some words recently. Um, Is it? He's disappointed at not playing as much. Where I'm surprised he's not playing as much. I mean, he's he was one of their best players last year. Um, I mean, he won. He won. Didn't he win an award last year as well? Um... In the Italian league, in the Serie A, he might have won best player in the Italian league. I, yeah, I could, think so. I could be wrong, but it's interesting to see how. So, for example, Juventus, right? They win the league. You know this to the record eighth not, time. Not to cut you off, but yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. He so did. yeah, they've won the league for what the seventh or eighth time, which is a record in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how. Pirlo comes in in his first coaching that's job. A, by the way. Correct you, they're ninth. Ninth, yeah. Jesus Christ! I said, yeah, I that's, that's, <laughs> see, that's, that's why I don't. This is why I don't agree with you when you say Italian football has come a long way. I'm talking about the 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 amount of good teams, the amount of teams that are because previously, if you look back ten years ago, it was Inter U- and Juve. It was and, uh, Inter, AC Milan, and Juve, and it was basically. Yeah. One of those clubs. I mean, and then there was the the whole fiasco with the cheating, right? So paying the referees yeah, sure. and all that. So th- it's always going to have that bad reputation. But if you look at some of the teams now, so if you look at Sassuolo, if you look at, as I say, Atalanta, Lazio, um, yeah. even Fiorentina sometimes, and then you've got the Rome clubs, so Lazio and Roma, they all play yeah. good football. Um, but anyway, I don't, you know, let me let me get back on topic. He's come in. He's made some some significant changes to who is playing and the style of play. 
And it's just interesting to see that managers do that because it's you've got a formula that obviously works. Why would you tinker with it that much? But yeah. you know, in the results. It is. I mean, even even Morata. I mean, everybody says that he's just not consistent. Uh, two beautiful goals yesterday. Um, you know, definitely very surprised to see like how this leads up to the best match of next week, <laughs> which is the yeah. Barcelona versus or not even Barcelona. It's Messi versus Ronaldo, who's who'll be coming back from COVID, um, and it should be what like like what is it like this? What do they like to say? Tantalizing. It <laughs> is tantalizing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited okay before we even jump into any of the other matches let's let's jump into this one who do you got who do i have uh i think it'll be a draw mm. i think i think either barcelona win or it'll be a draw oh but no way uh you win not at the moment. Mm. Not at the moment. Got you. I'm I going think, with the Barcelona. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just saying. Yeah, I think after after seeing what Barcelona did yesterday, I was impressed. So. You, you know who I was impressed with? What Messi? No, I mean, of course, of course. I mean, but um, Dembele. Oh, bro! I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the um, I watched the extended highlights of that game. Um, uh. And because I watched obviously the Man United, and then I was going to tune into that, and then I see Dembele come off the bench, and he looked he looked sharp. Man, he he looked he looked like a, a he looked Man like United. He could have he could have helped Man United for sure. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Gosh, um, no, yeah, Dembele looked incredible. The funny thing to me, I've said it plenty of times, and I have no problem saying it again. Dembele wasn't better. Than Mbappe, uh, at one point in time, and when I say one point in time, I mean more so like the last time they played England. Um, that so one what, match. So he was better than. So he was better than yeah, Mbappe I, I, for I a week he, in his life. Not, no, I think he. I think he would have been a better player than Mbappe. Like I think he had more of a skill set than Mbappe does, and can affect the game in more ways than one. Um, and I think once he gets back, if he gets back to where he needs to be. We you will see because even at the World Cup, if he didn't have those injuries, it would have been how incredible would it have been to see Debele on one side and Mbappe Mbappe on the other, and then just going down people's necks. Yeah, yeah like yeah. they, they didn't have they didn't have that. Yeah, they they won the World Cup and they didn't have the full arsenal. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Scary. Uh, it's scary. Yeah, it's actually scary. Um, now he looked amazing. I think a lot of players and their Barcelona team looks good. Coutinho uh, as well. He was good. Ansu Fati was really good. Man, oh, what a, what a what a goal! But lucky goal as well. But I mean, what a goal! Oh, wait, the way he he, he didn't miss yeah. it, didn't he? He, he missed it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, and Messi was from what Messi. I saw. I'm not going to say like I watched the whole match. I watched 30 minutes of kind of analysis and highlights. He was pretty, pretty incredible. Um, even the the way he won the penalty, the way he's oh, he looked man. back, he looked back to his old self. And the thing is, is it's interesting because you know every time they play, I'll, I'll either watch or I'll try and watch the extended highlights, and he looks unmotivated 
um, in the league. But Correct. you know that it's his goal to win the Champions League. Like, that is his main, main priority. Reason why he wanted to leave. Um, so I'm not surprised that he kind of turned on the, you know, on the juice when when the Champions League song came out. But I, I think I think um, even Komen made a big call. He didn't start Griezmann, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Griez, it's funny, Griezmann did uh, decently uh, during the international break as well. Um, still, still don't think he has like the juice that he had, maybe like do, during the World Cup before he left um, Atletico. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's so, just, it's something, it's something about it. I'm not sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got a question for you because you say he did well after the uh, or in the international break, and I don't know if you read this, but he came out so he did an interview and they said, you know, like why is it seeming that you're playing really well for France, but when you go to Barcelona, it's not the same. And basically, he said. And I'm paraphrasing massively here, but he said, I'm playing, when I play for my country, I play for a coach that understands me and plays me in my best position, the position I want to play. And when I play for Barcelona, you know, something along the lines, the coach doesn't know how to get the best out of me. Was he wrong to say that? Uh, You know, it's maybe a little bit. I mean, he was obviously he probably like regrets saying that because I mean it's not like he's he had to go back to Barcelona, of course. But granted, he he hasn't really played for Coleman that much, so I'm not sure what their relationship is. We can't speak to it, but I just know with the um with the last manager that was a problem, and I think him and Messi they want to take up the same the same positions on the field, which mm-hmm. is the issue. He can't ta- he can't he can do that with France because they don't have another Messi. Uh, but when you have when you have Messi on your team, you have to take a step back and play in the role that you're, you're that you have to play in. So yeah. it's tough. It's Griezmann, Griezmann, and Messi don't even belong in the same sentence. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're comparing the two, so it's like you have to figure out a way to adapt. And I think that I think that may just be the issue uh, with France. It works, but I still don't think he's playing that great for France, and that could just be the for the fact that he's not playing great for for Barcelona. But mm-hmm. I also think that if you take a step, if you take a step back and look at like him moving, I think even before he moved, people said that that wasn't going to be a good move for him. Yeah, yeah. And the thing uh, is, it's interesting because he he tried to move and he did a whole like LeBron James announcement thing when he said he was going <laughs> to leave and didn't even end up leaving. And then he yeah. ends up leaving the next summer. And you know, even Atletico said that the way it was done was dodgy or like they tried to go to FIFA about it. But Barcelona look pretty scary in the attack. If you look at their players and the talent they've got. Yeah, um, for sure. Defensively is always going to be their problem, right? They look very susceptible. I mean, the the mad thing to me is that Pique got a a new contract literally 30 minutes after his red card. And they extended 20. Wait, what? You didn't hear about this. That's wild. Pique... um, uh, PK got a new contract. Uh, who else? Oh, Ter Stegen. I read that. Ter Stegen got a new contract. Um, who else did as well? Let me. I can tell you. Uh, De Young got a, a new contract, and uh, Langlet. Uh, Langlet. Yeah. Uh, he got a new contract as well. Uh, but twenty twenty four for PK. And to me, that just confused. Oh, that just confuses me so much for someone that is thirty three years old. So for another three years, 
No, four. Would you say 2024? Yes, yeah, four years from now. I thought you said 2023. Obviously, my mind is... Yeah, 2024. Like, literally 30 minutes after the match, they were doing they were doing the um the analyst was talking and it just came into the uh to the woman's ear, and she was like, "Well, just got word that uh PK got a a four year extension on his contract." <laughs> God damn! Like they're not they're this, not serious. Wait, this this is weird. This is really weird, right? So they give PK a four year extension, but Luis Suarez, who is I believe their third highest goal scorer, or he's like on the list of top five goal scorers ever for the club now. Yeah, is not he was his term his contract was terminated. Yeah, I mean he was trying I, to Barcelona. Him. Barcelona's fucked, and to be honest, I don't blame Messi for wanting to leave. Uh, I mean, we had a whole discussion about it anyway, but that that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I just think that the you know the. Coleman, Coleman had a lot, of, a lot to say about that, but when you really look at like their attack, granted, Luis Suarez isn't at his peak any longer, um, but having him for another year definitely helps. Granted, I don't, I would, who, granted, you look at Depay and you look at Luis Suarez, I'm taking Luis Suarez every time. Yeah, and like even especially for the, for the next guy, year. Um, like, especially yeah. for the next year. Go yeah, ahead. I agree. No, but I'm just saying, like, even for the younger guys, like, he can. He can instill so much of that that knowledge that he has, right? Like you've got Ansu Fati, you've got um, the guy Trincao, the the Portuguese kid. You've got Dembele. You've got all these young players. I mean, he's done it at the top top level. You For know sure. why? Why would you? But yeah, I mean, this game against Juventus is going to be tantalizing as a motherfucker. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, to it. But I think I've got to ask you a big question because we said a few weeks ago after Liverpool played Arsenal that that was the best football that I had seen. <laughs> I then they go last week. I mean, yesterday. Then they go lose to Aston Villa. And now Virgil van Dijk is out for the season. Where did Liverpool go from here? Do they have a chance to win the Champions League? What the fuck is going on? Is it that big of a deal? And also, I have to say, the tackle from Pickford was disgusting. But God. are they are they not making too much of a big deal out of him getting injured? Like people tear their ACLs all the time. Um, I, I think the fact of okay, so just to answer the last question, I think the fact of the matter is that the way that things play out, because there's there, there's a void in VAR. VAR's been fucking up for the past like what couple weeks now. Um Since it even in the internet. Even in oh yes. But I mean like massively uh yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um but when you take really take a look at it, there's a void. They want you to keep playing, but they don't want the referees to put their, their put their arms up mm-hmm. um or put their flags up. So if they mm-hmm. don't put their flags up, let's say for five to ten seconds, and there's a bad tackle that happens there, mm. then what happens? It's like, well, he was offside, so technically the play doesn't count. No, right. it, it still it still counts. So there has to be something that if they're going to allow people to continue to play, especially if they don't want the refs to um the sideline refs to actually put their flag up, there still has to be some type of consequence. Cause at the end of the day, it's still a bad play. It's still sure. a foul. So I so think that that's the thing. So what's the should they make that call 
then and there, or should they look at it retrospectively? Regardless, I think that if 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 I slap somebody, let's say I slap somebody, the ball's not in play or anything like that, I get a red card. If I'm if I'm coming in with a two foot tackle, like literally based on these rules that just happened, Pickford could have came in two two feet in the air and like hit him in his chest with the, with uh with this cleats and I'd be like, well, he was offside, so you can't call anything. Like literally, mm-hmm. that's that that's 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 like how the rules kind of play out. Because it's like, well, we can't give him, a, we can't give him a card because it was offsides. And even though maybe he goes out hurt or he's injured or whatever it is, it is what it is because it's offsides. I still think that there needs to be a red card that needs to be shown because at the end of the day, it's a bad football play. Mm-hmm. If it's a bad football play, granted, maybe he can't, maybe we can't get a penalty from that. It's okay. We we go on and we move, but that is still a bad tackle. You can't let five to ten seconds just go by. Let the ref. Uh, call the game back and then somebody gets fucked up. So if, if I knew someone was off size, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I get a free, I get a free two foot attack on this guy. Yeah. So I think that's, that's <clears throat> the issue at the end of the day. So that is there, there's a, granted it hasn't happened. It's probably the first time where it's like happened like this um, to where somebody's like gotten injured or has been a bad tackle um, with a call like that. Um, but there has to be something that changes in regards to, uh, in regards to that rule. It's like a fucked up tackle, still a fucked up tackle, regardless. Yeah, of I don't know if you remember, and I, and I and I don't know the exact facts of this particular play, but a few years ago, City or Liverpool were playing City, and Sadio Mane was running for a ball, and he accidentally hit Edison in the face, and he fucked yes. him up. Yes, he fucked that man up. Yeah, I remember. He that. was red card, if I believe, if I believe he correctly. Was. He was. So was that play offside? No, uh, that play was not offsides. Okay, so that's the reason why he was able to, or yes, you know, the but, refs were able to give him a red card. Yes, but let's say if he was offsides, and he so then it that. would be fine. <laughs> which, which is an issue because right. like, well, he was, you know, so that I think that's I think that's the issue. So they need to they need to figure out some way to change that. And I can understand Liverpool or me as a fan being upset uh, that it was not offsides. Oh, excuse me, that it was not a red card because I still think that it should have been. But um in regards to Liverpool, I think they're I think they're in trouble. Mm. Like big trouble. Van Dyke has always been the they brought in Van Dyke to to be the glue um uh, for the for the defense. Once they brought in Van Dyke, you saw what happened. Second yeah. in league, um first in Wait. league, Champions, Champions League tw- uh, two times in a row, uh, finals two times in a row, Champions a uh, Champions League winner, and then EPL winner. Uh, so it's like you just see you just see how things have changed drastically. I'm yeah. talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm Why watching you like the that? watching <laughs> the match, and Liverpool look like shit. Really? Yes. I think you're right. I think it's it's going to be a tough one to 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 fix because not only is he that kind of leader and glue in the team, as you said, but I think. Hands down, he's one of, and you could make the argument, best players in the Premier League. Right? Sure. So it doesn't matter where on the pitch he would have played. The fact that he's that good at what he does is, is going to be a loss to anyone. I think uh, he adds a certain sense of calmness as well to the team. Right? Yes. Um, that's hard to replicate. You know, you're not just going to have that. People... People feel. I mean, you know, when you played, if there's a certain player on the pitch that you trust, no matter what, you 
you have a certain sense of ease about the way you play. You don't, not necessarily you don't work as hard, but like you don't have to do um, some of the things that you would do if you didn't trust someone. You know, you wouldn't maybe give them situations. Maybe you would have to be more conservative in the way you defended. Maybe you wouldn't attack as much because you were afraid that you were going to get counterattacked. And I think that's yeah. a big thing. I think Liverpool now will be susceptible to the counterattack because his positional play and his intelligence to read the game is is second to none. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a shame he's out because it is. It we is. love to see good I, players play. I think I think one thing that can happen, and who knows, um, Liverpool if they're able to really take advantage of not having of not having Van Dyke and are even more offensive than they were before. I think that's one thing they can pop. They can possibly win games by being more offensive. Granted, they may get more goals scored on them, but we, right. as we've seen, we know that they can score plenty of goals. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, at the winter chess one that we just go get Kulabali. So uh, I think they, I think they'll make a big. I think they'll make a big signing. Um, they have to defensively. They didn't spend loads of money. I mean, they got Thiago, who is a shame. He got, I think he got, he got injured in the game as well. By a yeah, I'm not, I, it's, I'm not sure. Yeah, that was wow. Did you see that challenge? That was a weird game. Like because I didn't watch it because I was, I was offside as well. Yeah, the offside and you know, two. Yeah, I don't know. It's mad. It's mad. And you think <laughs> Liverpool will definitely favorites for the championship but like who who's the favorites now i don't know i think it i think it makes it even more open than it was and yes. uh, i think you know word of the day it, it makes it very tantalizing <laughs> that, hey, that's the word of the day in it um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the thing is that i don't know who the favorites are to be honest because i feel like when we talk, we spoke about it that episode that we thought that we think that the league is going to be closer from top to bottom and if that's the case, oh Liverpool goal! <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, it's an own goal, but hey, Sadio Mane is a guy. Let's do it, baby. Anyway, sorry, but like, I think the thing about it is that we things are going to definitely be much closer. Um, we may not have like a hundred point um, season this year. It's probably going to be maybe even closer, like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, but Everton, Everton, right now, if we look at it, they are the favorite. Do I think Everton really have its all um, to win it, especially after seeing them play Liverpool? No, no, but do they have the? But do they have the the fucking grit? That is one thing that they do have, and I think oh, that yeah. big time they have the grit to like to to like not stop fighting and really say that we we do have a chance um, from beginning to the end. So I think that is one thing about Everton I like. Man City. Oh, We'll see if they can actually, uh, you know, bring things back to like the old their old style of play because they're they're a bit they're missing. But yeah, I don't I don't know who the, I don't know who the other teams. Chelsea just don't look as good. Well, they give they give up they're up three nil, gave up uh, three goals. Yeah. So with all the money they spent, I mean, Kai Havertz isn't playing like how he should. Um, they, then you have uh, Timo Werner just scored, but th- defensively they're they're shocking as well. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's interesting. I have no idea. Interesting to see, but I think I'm definitely, as you say, excited for next. I mean, obviously we've got the games today, so I'm excited to finish watching those. But 
the games in the Champions League next week. I'm excited to see. I'm really surprised, to be honest, by Man United's performance. And I think that kind of will be interesting to see if PSG can bounce back from that because, mm. you know, what's the situation there? Are they kind of still on a high from being in the in the uh, Champions League final? You see what happened last time the team was in the Champions League final. Tottenham, yeah, t- completely, Tottenham as well, yeah. Completely um, capitulating, but... You know, how are Bayern going to do this year? You know, are they going to be as, as strong as they were without Thiago? And, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But we'll be following it closely. Yeah. Uh, quick update on the Bayern match. Kingsley Coleman scored, so it was 1-0 um, versus Atletico at, at this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it looks like they're doing all right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these matches are these matches are great. I mean, man. To think about that, we have Champions League this week and we have Champions League next week. Is it usually? No, it's crazy. No, it's not because I think they've had to compress the schedule because of the season starting later and and everything. So yes, okay. hey, I'm not complaining. Hey, never. Hey, we can never complain, right? Um, United also have a great match next week against Leipzig. And speaking about Leipzig, um, and speaking about uh the wing backs, Angelina, sorry. Hey. What God. a player. How, did you see how far he was up the pitch with the, both of his goals? That's, that's football these days, man. I, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. When I watched the highlights, I thought he was uh, I thought he played striker. I thought they changed switch him to striker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's interesting because he, he's a – I mean, obviously, he's a good player. Um, and he was on the books at Man City for a long time, and they sold him yeah. to Leipzig. Makes you wonder why, you know, obviously these players are really good. Do they not fit into the system? Like, you know, the the, the fullbacks at Man City are pretty horrific defending anyway. So you might as well have someone who's really good on the ball. And he he obviously is. So why why wouldn't you keep him? Um, I don't know. And will Man United be able to... uh, to deal with him, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Well, we got Wambasaka on that side, so I think. Wambasaka. I mean, if he keep if he keeps that up, I mean, there's no one who can really beat them. Um, hopefully, you know, he doesn't have to see Raheem Sterling. Or actually, I take that back. Hopefully, Raheem Sterling doesn't have to see him anytime <laughs> soon because, boy, that is someone that uh has him in his pocket. Yeah, um, he probably still has nightmares about him. <laughs> Wakes up in the middle of the night like Juan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, but let us know who your favorite, who you actually think is going to win the Champions League. I know we didn't talk about that today, um, but we will be talking about that in the next couple of weeks to say like, who do we really have as favorites to win the Champions League and why? But Champions League football is on. Make sure you tune in. I mean, there's nothing better than Champions League football, in all honesty. And most of all, I just missed the easy goal, which upset me. But hey, it is what it is. You guys have a you guys have a good one. Stay safe, wear your mask, and wash your damn hands. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Peace. Peace.